What a blessed night, man. Blessed to be here. Blessed that Pastor Mark asked me to bring the word tonight. I'm honored. Uh, I'm going to try not to, to probably look at Pastor Mickey or Pastor Doug because we were having a good time in prayer back there. And I may not be able to speak if I, if I look at them because the, the, the glory of the Lord was on me back there and kept on coming out here. And then my wife looked at me. She laughed, which was probably about the glory of the Lord. Just she laughed at me. <laughs> Um, but she can do that. You can't. Just, just joking. No, tonight uh, I'm super, I don't know how else to say it. Um, I'm trying not to be overly excited, um, which is hard for, for me to do because uh, the Lord gave me this word. Um, I think it was like two, two weeks ago, two Sundays ago. Uh, during a, during Pastor Mark's sermon about focusing. And he gave me a word, and I was like, ooh, yeah, I can't wait to study that out. And then he was like, it's, it's going to be for the healing message. And so when things like that happen, I always tell my wife and, and to keep me on balance to make sure, like, hey, I want to know if I, messed, if I missed it. I, wanna, I want accountability. And so Pastor Mark asked me, and, and then I got super excited, like really excited, like, Mario Brothers, when he grits the mushroom, he, he gets bigger. And, uh, and so, you know, continued to pray this out and so forth. I want to challenge all of us tonight. Lord, man, the anointing's good. I want, <laughs> I want to, uh, I try to like, it's over here and I walk, oh, it's over here. It must be with me. Like crazy, right? Like ho- the Holy Spirit must be living inside of me. Wow, you can't escape it. You can't escape it. And so um, I want to uh, explain a few things before I start getting like more than I am. The pieces of paper that, that you have sitting in your setting on your chair that you have, the pins that have been blessed um, by Life Bible College, you know, share them, let everyone see it because it's an awesome college that God has his hand on. Come. Um, I want you to use that any time throughout tonight's message. Tonight's a healing night, and I want you to write down the name of that sickness that you're going to receive healing from tonight. Not doubting, not asking for healing, not praying for it, going to receive. Going to receive. And then by the end of the night, you're going to take that piece of paper and scrunch it up like this, or you're going to rip it. I can't rip this. I'm not Hulk Hogan. Um, And there will be two ushers. There'll be an usher over here in this aisle, and there'll be an usher over here in this aisle. um, And they have a container that you will put that in. And as you put it in there, you're going to say, sickness, disease, you leave now. And when you come up, and you get hands laid on you, you are going to receive what Jesus did for all of us 2,000 years ago. It's a done deal. I I didn't quit my job. I didn't come into the ministry like anybody else to sit and wonder if God heals. I didn't come here tonight to wonder, I guess I'll leave my job. Let's see if the Bible's real. That's not, that's not what I'm doing. If you're wondering if God's real, don't wonder anymore. 
tonight you're going to get hit right upside the head. Maybe by me. With your healing. And I I believe that the healing is not stopping at a physical healing. I believe the healing is going to set people free from, from the way you think. The thought processes that you have. Your philosophy that is wrong. There is freedom tonight. There is going to be freedom of joy. See, tonight, tonight I, I keep on sensing, I keep on sensing that as people get healed, the joy of the Lord is going to come upon you with such a mightiness that you can't contain it. Amen? Amen. All right. Let's get into this. The word that the Lord gave to me on two Sundays ago is the word receive. I looked it up, and, and in the New King, James, New King James Version, it's in there 167 times in verses. And so I started looking at it, and here's what's amazing to me. There's words that receive are in there about receive my blessing, receive my protection, receive my correction. And if we receive his correction, we receive his word. Isn't that amazing? If we receive his word, Brother Cliff, we'll be blessed. If we receive his word, we'll be healed. There's something mighty and powerful about receiving. You can't really score touchdowns unless you've got, you have good receivers and, and good quarterbacks. And unless you're you know, deflating the ball or something like that. What? Can a, can a preacher make a joke? I like Tom Brady. I mean, if you have enough power and influence on bringing guys back from retirement, you must be doing something right. Right? So he's, he's, got, he's getting some receivers on that Tampa Bay team. We must learn how to receive. And so I'm going to ask you a question tonight. And as I ask you this question, I want you to think about it serious. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing of the faith? When you received your salvation, did you receive that by law? When you received the Holy Spirit by speaking tongues, And baptized in tongues. Did you receive that by the law or did you receive that by hearing of the faith? The Bible says we received it by hearing of the faith. I'll never forget. I had questions and doubt when I came into a little, little bitty assembly of God church, but I heard the word. And somehow it raised up inside of me that it was true. And I had to answer the altar call. It wasn't law. It was by hearing of the faith. It was by hearing of the faith. I received it as truth. I received my salvation, and I have made heaven my home. Most of us here have received our salvation, and you've made heaven your home. I think the hardest thing to do, I say this often, but I think the hardest thing for us to do was to get saved. We had doubt. We didn't have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. 
We maybe had a lot of world philosophies in us saying this and saying that against the word, against God, against Jesus. But when we heard the faith, I had enough faith to say, I want to get saved. Everything else from that point on should be the easiest thing in the world. Like everything else from that is like, wait, healing? Yeah. He saved me when I was a sinner and a doubter. But I heard the faith. So tonight's easy. Tonight's easy. It's not going to be a a, a tough sermon. It's not going to be something hard for you to understand. And if it is, I'm here to hit you upside the head. Because I love you. Right? And so we're going to get in. and, And I want to explain the definition of receive. Because if we don't understand, we sometimes will lose how powerful the word is. And so the definition of this word receive is this. In the Greek, it means to gain, to get back. See, your health was stolen from you. Your health was was taken from you. You want it back. You know, I I remember about four, four years ago, um, approximately meeting with a husband and wife in a coffee shop. And this, this wife was explaining to me her sickness. And she, I mean, it was hers. She, I mean, she was hers. And I remember sitting across from this table going, I'm kind of new and I'm about to say something that might get them to leave the church and I'm gonna have to explain this to Pastor Mark. And so I said this to this, this wife with this husband there. And I'm thinking, he doesn't look pretty like at all violent, but he may punch me. And so I said, man, so it's your disease. You like it. Why don't you stop calling it by name and get healed? They're still here. Graduated from Life Bible College. Going to be used by God. Right? We've got to be bold enough to say, no, that's not your sickness. Stop using it. Stop, stop saying it's yours. Your health got stolen from you somewhere along the line, whether that was by a wrong teaching, a philosophy of, hey, everything happens for a reason. God must have wanted you sick so that you'd learn something. Nope. The devil stole your health. So do you want to get it back? When I read that in the definition, I was like, ooh, that's a little more powerful than just receiving. Playing catch and I receive. No, I want it back, Cliff. And when I think about getting it back, this, is, this, this might boggle your mind a little bit. If I want it back, there is nothing Brother Cliff is going to do to hold on to that Bible. I'm getting it back. <laughs> now, notice I wasn't going to start a fight because we're both competitive. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Like, no, that's mine. You stole it, and I'm getting it back. I mean, if, if this was my health, no, this, this is a good picture, and I love it. I'm going to do everything I can to get that back. We're coming, and we're fighting over it. And the devil's going to think he's going to win, right? But I'm going to use Jesus' name. Oh, you know jujitsu. And so we're going to, but we're going to come, right? Now, see, here's the thing. Don't be afraid to get close. I got the blood of Jesus on me. I got the blood of Jesus on me. He cannot injure me. Why are we standing back here going, no, I want it. No, I I want it. I need it. I want it. You can't get it from here. 
You can't get it from afar. You got to get up close and personal and you got to take it. You got to take it. This is a fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Right? Come on. This is, this is an active war. He took something that belonged to you that God gave us. And we're letting it go. No, I want it. I want my health. I want my health, but I'm scared to go too close. No, man. Let's go take it. Let's go take it what's ours. That's mine. That is mine. It's yours. Why are we scared about getting to the devil can't hurt you? He can't hurt you. I showed the Bible, Bible class students this in second year teaching about believer's authority. And I, I couldn't help it, but I showed him a naked mole rat. The reason I showed him a naked mole rat was because the Bible says we're going to be really surprised what the devil looks like. And the naked mole rat is the most ugliest, weird rat. It has no hair. I mean, it's, it has no teeth. It lives underground. It can't hurt me. It can't hurt me. It can't hurt you. Come on, man. It can't hurt you to go take back what is ours. You're going to take back what is yours tonight. You're going to receive your healing. You're going to receive your breakthrough. You're going to receive your freedom. It's time for us to understand receive doesn't just mean, oh, I caught it. It's mine. I get to run off now. No, go get it. Go take it. It's rightfully yours. Amen? Come on, man. So I need you to remember that definition as this sermon, as this service continues to go along because by the end of it, you're going to decide if you're going to get out of your chair and you're going to come take it. That's your decision. And if you're unsure, don't come. Whoa. Wait, what do you mean? Don't come. I don't want you to have more unbelief because you're wishy-washy. You're getting blown side to side. No, 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 no. Just stay where you're at. Keep getting fed. Keep getting fed. Get out your seat and come take it. Because... I'm going to be obedient. I don't know if it's, it's going to be the pastors there and be laying hands on you or Pastor Mark or me or Pastor Doug or Pastor Wade, Pastor Mickey or, or Brother Cliff. I don't know. I don't care. All I care is that you get your healing. God cares that he gets glorified. I want to see testimonies flying out of here and bringing people in because revival's here. I'm not waiting for it. Pastor Mark's not waiting for it. We're not praying for the, oh, it's coming. It's never going to come if we think it's coming. A mighty move of God has been happening here and is continuing to happen because God is awesome and he hears our prayers because we're getting close to taking it back. Amen? Amen. Amen. So remember that. And so I want to explain how powerful and, and how I got introduced to the blessing of receiving. See, Most of us get taught, as we should, because the Bible is right, lay our hands on the sick, pray for them, and they shall recover. That is 100% correct. What kind of messed me up was I didn't know it could happen another way. So there I was. I got a word of knowledge for a dude's back injury, something with his back. So I go over and I talk to him after the service. I'm like, hey, dude, your back is hurt. 
do you want to be healed? He's like, yeah. I said, do you know why Jesus died on the cross for you? And as he's answering that, I get, a, I get another word of knowledge that his, something's wrong with his leg. And so he's answering. I said, hey, I think it's your left leg. Do you have pain in your left leg? And he says, yeah, it shoots down the side of my left leg. And I, and I said, cool, I'm gonna check your legs. I think one of your legs is shorter than the other. And, and his, one of his legs was about yay shorter than the other. So I set his legs back down. I'm on my knees in front of him. And I said, so only reason that Jesus died on the cross was for your salvation? He says, yes, sir. I said, no, that's one of the reasons. Do you know you get all of your healing, that we were healed by his stripes? See, 1 Peter 2.24 says, we were healed. It's past tense. You, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you could have received your healing before tonight? Yep. But just like this situation for me, I didn't know it could happen another way. So I said, do you want to receive your healing? And this dude, bold as could be, he says, yes, I receive it in Jesus' name. And I said, well, cool, let's pray. And I picked up his legs and they matched. His leg grew out like that much. You know why? Because he said, I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it in Jesus' name. I continually will ask people, hey, do you, do you want to receive your healing? Well, I'm not sure. Well, cool, I'm going to go and pray for other people that want to receive it. You stay here and decide. Or I'll say, hey, why don't we have a counseling because I'm not going to pray for you because you ain't going to get it. You're unsure. You have doubt. You have unbelief. You can get it here under the faith and the corporate anointing and you'll walk out and then the devil's going to come attack you and try to take it away from you because he thinks it's his. And he's going to try to get you to believe again that it is his. And then you're going to probably lose it in X amount of time and be like, oh, it wasn't real. No, it was real. It was real. God is real. Healing is real. Receiving is real. And so I, I kind of got blown away. I was standing there or kneeling there. And I'm like, I, I didn't pray for him. How'd that work? I didn't pray for him. How did that work? I was sharing that story with Pastor Mark, I don't know how long ago, and he goes, wait, you asked him if he'd receive it, and he got healed. I'm like, yeah. And that's kind of when the epiphany happened. I don't know how many years later. He said that, and, and I'm like, whoa. He, yeah, he said he'd receive it. And so when the, the, when the Lord gave me this word of receiving, he reminded me of that story again. I went, whoa, the power of receiving. I didn't have to pray for him. He made a decision to receive his healing. Are you going to make your decision for your healing tonight? You don't have to conjure it up. You don't have to do anything like that. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, who in here, um, and this, this, is, this is a good one. You're gonna love this one because God's awesome and he cares about us and he loves little children. He loves little children. Who in here, um, and, they, and the child may be in, in Pastor Doug's area, I don't know what the rooms are called. Uh, who has a little baby um, or maybe toddler that needs healing? Raise your hand. Because I know it's true. There's a baby that needs healing. I want you to, I want you to, to get your baby and we're gonna pray for your baby and they're gonna get healed. 
Who is that? What's that? That, oh man, that's crazy. That, that reminded me of a Bible scripture. Please don't take this the wrong way. We talk, I love you. That reminds me of the, of the scripture when Jesus says, no matter how many miracles they see, they see, they still won't believe. And I know you believe. If your baby's sick, go get him. What kind? I don't know. He didn't tell me. If he told me, I would have told you. So I'm not going to make something up. Grandson. Nothing dairy. Come here, brother. He's here? Go get him. Yeah, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, for all you Bible college students, remember to be patient when, you, when, you're, when you're given a word of knowledge. Be patient. Right? Things, things are kind of rocking people's boats and like, what, is this real? Yeah, be patient. I know that I know I heard right. Right? So be patient. And great question as well. But I tell you what, if I, had a, if I had a baby or a grandbaby that was sick, I ain't wondering. I'm getting them. I'm getting them. And that, man, thank you because you just helped out the teaching. You, no joke, she helped out the teaching. Because we're going to go to Luke chapter 18. In verse 35. And this is, this, is, this is talking about Jesus. Glory to God. Then it happened, as he was coming near Jer- Jericho, that a certain blind man sat by the road begging and hearing a multitude passing by he asked what it meant so they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by and he cried out saying have mercy on me I'm going to stop there for just one moment because I think it's super powerful that there was a certain blind man and now, it doesn't say that there was a bunch of blind people, but it says there was a certain blind man that leads me to believe that there had to have been other blind people because they distinctly said there's a certain blind man. So why didn't the other people get healed? Why didn't the other blind people get healed? You know why? They didn't come. They didn't cry out. They just sat there. They didn't ask questions. They're like, hey, what's happening? What's all this ruckus? Why are they coming? Glory to God, let's heal in Jesus' name. And dairy going to eat ice cream? No, not yet. What's up, brother? You want to eat some ice cream? Get healed? Yeah. Can I pray for you? Yeah, come here. Come here, buddy. Oh, thank you. How are you? In Jesus' name, right now, I command that healing. Allergies be gone. Yeah, that, that allergy to dairy, I cast you out. In Jesus' name, be healed right there. Thank you. Heal. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I think you're precious. Yeah. Yeah. How awesome is this? Yeah. How awesome is this? This is the anointing getting on you. Hallelujah. Yeah, you want to say hi? Say hi. The microphone's right there. Say hi. Okay. <laughs> Fingers pretty good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Healed. No kid should grow up not eating ice cream. Come on. Yeah. What's going on? 
disease be gone. Skin disease be gone right now in Jesus' name. Be healed right there in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jen, come here real quick. I saw you in prayer earlier today. I'm going to pray for you. Your stomach. Hallelujah. I command that stomach come in line right now in Jesus' name. Be healed. Complete healing right there in Jesus' name. Your fear be gone. Fear be gone in Jesus. You live a normal life, a blessed life. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, sweetie. She's got the most beautiful eyes. If you have not seen their baby, her eyes are so pretty. Hallelujah. God's awesome. God's awesome, man. And so in this, in this verse, glory to God. In this, in this passage, He's the, the blind man, I'm trying to gain my composure. I want to keep praying for people. And so in this, in this the, the blind man saying, he's cried out saying, have mercy on me. Notice he didn't say like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, Jesus of Nazareth is coming. Oh, oh, okay. Jesus, you have mercy on me? Like this one over here, I'm over here. Guy that can't see. No, he cried out. The dude cried out. Come on. He, he wanted this more than anything. He was taking it back. He was taking it back, and he didn't care who heard. He didn't care what people thought of him. He was going to take it back. And so in verse 39, the blind, man, the, blind, the blind man was warned to be quiet. Oh, you've got to love all the people and the religious people that can stop a move of God. What are you going to be? The blind man was warned to be quiet, but he cried out all the more. Dude, this man got louder. This dude was like, hey, no way you're stopping me. I'm taking it back. I'm taking my eyesight back. And then he says, son of David, have mercy on me. That is such a powerful, powerful verse because he is accepting the prophecy he is accepting the prophecy of who Jesus and the lineage he came from. And if you accept and receive the prophet, you will receive the prophet's reward, huh? I think that's a powerful, powerful verse that a lot of people miss. And in verse 39, the blind man was warned to be quiet. He cried out, and then this is awesome. Thank you, Jesus. This is so rad. Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? Oh, he said to this blind man, what do you want me to do for you? Pastor Mark said it earlier. Jesus is here. He's here. What do you want from him? What do you want from him? You want to be set free from addictions? You want to be set free from, from, from intestinal issues? And I'm not just saying that, just so you know. You want to be, do you want to be set free? What are you going to ask of him tonight? What are you getting ready to say, Jesus, I want this, and I don't care what I look like. I don't care if I end up running around. I don't care if I flop around on the floor. I'm getting set free. I'm getting healed tonight. I'm walking out healed, set free, delivered, never being the same, and I'm going to tell everybody about my Jesus. See, if the devil can continue to keep it from you, 
you don't have a story to tell. He's trying to rob all of heaven. Let's take it back so that we can go out and be evangelists. So that we can go out and do the job that we were told to do in Mark 15, 16. So that we can go into all the world and make disciples of all nations to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to raise the dead. Jesus said he'd do it with us. You're not alone. We're not alone. We've got the Savior. We've got the King of Kings. We get to introduce people to the glory of God. Can you imagine in your very hands, because this is true, so it's not a far off imagination. Can you imagine in your hands are the introduction of our Savior to the lost? But Pastor Bill, how do I do that? Man, you go tell somebody that Jesus loves them and do you want me to pray for you? Well, yeah, uh, I don't know if I really, hey, I'm not asking what you believe. I believe, and you're going to get healed because Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. I've told people this before. Look, I'm not trying to get you saved. I'm not pushing my religion on you. I want you healed. And Jesus loves you so much. Let me pray for you. And they get healed. And you know what's crazy? They get saved. (laughs) Right? It's the dinner bell to salvation. It's it's, It's one of the funnest things in the world, huh? I don't know too many other fun things. Like I've done some fun things that get adrenaline rushes. That one tops the list. You just get an opportunity to literally pull somebody up from the pit and into heaven with you. And if I can explain to you, I didn't know I was going to share this. If I can explain to you this story of what heaven is going to be like when we're, oh man, we're all going to get an opportunity to see people that we led to Christ and no words are going to be spoken. You're going to look at somebody eye to eye and there, and you are going to, oh man, you're going to automatically know and hug each other with no words spoken. I've seen it. I've seen it. I didn't imagine it. I saw it. Come on, man. In our hands are the invitation to salvation by healing, by sharing the love of God with people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. So I want to challenge you. What what is going to be? And are you going to cry out? Are you going to ask Jesus? What are you asking him tonight for? Can it be that easy just crying out and telling him I'm taking it at your word? Is it that easy? Yeah, it's that easy. You don't have to be loud. You don't have to be quiet. You have to be you. You have to be you. I can't preach like like Brother Cliff or or Pastor Doug or Pastor Mark. I, I was created to be me. I can't be anyone else. That's why I'm excitable. I get excited when I think about God and all the things that he's done in my life. And I mean, just the glimpses I get like be a part of. Are you kidding me? Me? I get excited about that. A kid that slept in a car because his dad was what he was? Me? Come on, man. One of the best things I've ever ever learned was from Miss Amy. And, and she always she always shares this. 
God's no respecter of persons. If he'll do it for one, he'll do it for another. That's, what I, that's one of the things I've learned from Miss Amy that has stuck with me day after day after day, day after day. If he can use him, he can use me. If he can heal that person, I can get healed. He's no respecter of persons. There's nothing you have to do. There's nothing more you can do to get your healing. If that was the case, Jesus died for no reason. And he didn't. He didn't die so that we could be set in a, in a, a series of rules and laws. No. He died 2,000 years ago so that you could take him at his word. You could take him at his word and say, I'm taking it back. I want my healing. Tonight's that night. Tonight's that night. Tonight's, come on. Say, tonight's the night that I take back my healing. I am not walking out sick. I'm not walking out burdened. I'm not walking out broken. I'm not walking out addicted. I'm walking out free. Oh, it's time to open up that prison door. Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Um, we're walking out free tonight. Devil's got a whole new problem to worry about in Boise, Idaho. Getting a couple hundred pre- people set free. Glory to God. That anointing that happened in the background is climbing. It's like at my waist now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, here's what's happening, just in case you don't know. In, in Act, you don't got to turn there, but in Acts chapter 14, verse 3, it said, So they remained for a long time speaking. Boldly for the Lord. I'm up here speaking boldly for the Lord. Jesus is here going, come on, man. Come on, take it back. Come on, receive it. Come on, I died for it. I've been interceding for you. Dude, Jesus has been interceding at the right hand of the Father for you to receive it, to take it back. God, 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 Dad, let's give him a chance. Let's give him a chance. God, they want their receiving. Father, they're going to receive it tonight. They're going to receive it tonight. Come on, man. I know it. I know it. I know it. It says they boldly for the Lord who bore witness. Ooh, this is when it gets good. Who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. This wasn't man's plan of what's happening tonight. This wasn't Pastor Mark's plan or my plan or Paul's plan or Matthew or Mark's. No, no, no. This was God the Father's plan for men to speak boldly for the Lord so that he could accompany it with signs, miracles, and wonders to follow. It's his plan. When we do God things, God things happen. When we set our eyes on things above, heaven things happen. Seek the kingdom first. Don't seek your sickness. Don't seek it. Don't seek the sickness. Seek the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. His hands were created. His nail-scarred hands were made for healing. The stripes that he bore 2,000 years ago means you're already healed. 
You're going to walk it out tonight. You're going to walk it out by faith tonight. In Matthew, I'm giving you scripture so you know I'm not lying, making things up. Matthew 11, 5. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up and the poor have good news preached to them. I was speaking to a fellow old co-worker today. They wanted to get in touch with me and we were talking. And, and one of my first horrible calls, I won't get into it because it's horrible. But I remember being in this horrible, cold, scientific place and I could have swore I saw this person breathing. But there's no way, right? I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I swear their, their chest is moving. You know why that happens? I've been in those situations a lot where it's like you're around dead people um, as a cop. In case you guys didn't know, I'm, I'm a retired cop. That's why I'm around dead people, was around dead people. I'm glad God just reminded me, you might want to tell them that they might not know you're a cop and retired and wonder why you see dead people. And uh, I don't see dead people. Um, And so it's really interesting because we're created to live and created for life, we see life. We see it. And when we don't see it, our mind messes with us to see it. I don't know who this is helping because I wasn't planning on sharing that. I don't know who this is helping, but remember this. Do not look, thank you. Do not look with our eyes at your sickness and see that that's the reality because it's not. That's helping people. That's helping people. See, Avery, Avery, I swear, I sat down in Africa with Avery and I was, I was, I don't know how far away. Pastor, Pastor Doug was up close and personal preaching the word, man, teaching about God's gift. And I was sitting down and Becky was sitting here and, and my wife, Jen, was sitting here and I'm looking and I'm like, is she breathing? Looks like she's breathing. Okay, so we just got to cast the devil out. All the way up until I got on top of her. And in, in police work, we, we put our, our cheeks to people's nose and mouth to see if they're breathing. And so I did that. And there ain't nothing there. Then a fly crawls out of her nose. The devil's trying to distract me and get me in my flesh. Then a fly flies out of her, walks out of her ear and down to her cheek, flies, hits me in the face and flies off. We were made to see life. Do not get your eyes caught on the sickness or the, or the blood or the green or the, the pus or the pain. No, 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 no. Those are things of the flesh. We are spirit first. We are spirit. We are made by the spirit. We, we are made to live in the spirit. Amen? Made, created to be healed. Made, and in fact, we weren't even made to be healed. We were made to just always be healthy. We're always made divine healing, walking, walking. I don't know the last time I had a headache, but I remember the last time he tried giving me a headache. Every, I mean, last night, starting to get a tummy ache. And I I told my wife, I said, man, the devil is going to try to get me having a stomach ache because I'm preaching tomorrow. So I I sat on the couch. I said, devil, I bind you in Jesus' name. Get off of my stomach because that ain't going to stop. You can have me puking blood. I don't care what happens. I'm still going to bring this word tomorrow. So you might as well stop because it's going to be more impactful the more you impact me. Because I ain't stopping. I ain't stopping. Paul didn't stop. 
Paul got stoned to death and he got rose back up and he told his disciples, it's time to go preach. Right? Come on, man. We've got a job to do. We got a job to do. In 1 Peter 2.24, I said this earlier, but I'm gonna tell you it again. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his stripes, you have been healed. You have been healed. And to go along, we're getting ready to wrap this up, to go along with what Miss Amy's wisdom is about, about that advice of if he's done it for one, he'll do it for others. He'll do it for you, right? Paul. Paul, in Acts 22, I believe it is. In Acts 22, I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty positive it's Acts 22. Paul, Saul gets blinded. And he goes to Ananias, gets told, go go, Ananias. And Ananias says, receive your sight. And at that very hour, he received his sight. He received. Now see, if he wouldn't have listened to go, he wouldn't have received his sight. If you want freedom and you want your sickness healed, you've been, you've been told tonight to go, to go take it. Be like the blind man. If people are sitting there going, hey, hey, calm down. Come on, man. Be like the blind man. Cry out loud and say, I'm getting it. If you can get healed tonight and you may have to get a little loud, or dance, let me ask you this, let me say it this way. If you had to dance or get loud because you have so much faith that you're gonna receive your healing, but you decided not to, come on, that's just dumb. I mean, seriously, that's dumb, right? That's just, that doesn't even make sense to me. But pride has a, a powerful way of deceiving us. So I'm gonna say this. And we're going to get to this. And I want, I'm going to give clear directions. I want each of us that are sick. Hey, who, uh, <laughs> who uh, has like an intestinal problem? Um, yeah, raise your hand. Cool. One, two. No, keep them up because I can't count that fast. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And so... Um, Sorry, when Holy Spirit confirms something with you, and you're like, whoa. And so, um, um, and so, God's going to heal that tonight. It's not even a question. And so, um, I don't know who's, thing majiggy this is i picked it up to let the anointing go into it it's gonna have some tears of anointing in it um god's gonna oh thank you jesus god's gonna heal intestinal issues i wasn't planning on doing it this way but oh man hallelujah hallelujah um I don't know where my worship team is. I can't find Joe. There they are. Let's come up. But this is what we're going to do. Oh, hallelujah. I want the intestinal problem. I want you first to come 
at the aisles like we normally do before we come to the altar. And the ushers are going to be there with a container, and you're going to rip or, or bundle up, and you're going to throw that in there. You're going to throw that in there, and you're going to say, sickness, intestinal problem, you get off of me in Jesus' name. <laughs>